Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I've put together a wonderful episode of I've Got a Secret for You Today. We're talking about the secret to personal style. And when I say personal, I'm really stressing that word. My two guests are going to teach us how to define and express your own style. After listening, your clothing accessories and nails are going to truly reflect your unique personality. Forget about stuffy rules and trends. We're here to have some fun. Chelsea King is a celebrity nail artist. How cool is that? Chelsea has worked with celebrities like Katy Perry, Demi Lovato, and Kate Bosworth to create gorgeous, show-stopping manicures. Her Instagram showcases all of her incredible work, and Teen Vogue even named her Top 10 Nail Artist to Follow. Thank you for being here, Chelsea. I am obsessed with your nail creations. Tiffany Shinell is a celebrity stylist and is known for her attention to detail and classic aesthetic. She has styled talents such as John Legend, Jennifer Lopez, Rosario Dawson, Scarlett Johansson, and many more. Tiffany, to work with so many different personalities, I just know you're going to give us the best tips and tricks for how to make an outfit your very own. I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm going to let either one of you just start and tell us kind of the basics. What would you offer someone who's listening? Some of the best tips for keeping in mind when they're going to want to look their very best. I think really creating a Pinterest board. I mean, if you collect magazines and cutting out images of magazines. I love to do that. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, and then you can use that as a reference point to always go back to if, I mean, there's just so many different fashions out there, so many different styles, and it's easy to get distracted. And if you're really wanting an end goal of a cohesive look, then I think creating a visual product like a mood board will Mm -hmm. essentially help you. And you know what I also do instead of if I don't have magazines or have the time to go through them and cut those out. I love mood boards, though. I love them. I do that a lot with my home. But when looking online at at fashion, I like to just take my phone and I I take photos of them. Mm -hmm. And then on my phone, I put it into a certain folder so I don't forget that look. So I just scroll back through those photos through that that file and kind of refresh my memory on the styles that I really liked. Right. I think you've got a great idea there. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think... Once you have your mood board, then you can go out and shop. And then you have this idea already in your mind that whether it's your online shopping or whether you want to go to your favorite store, there are those key pieces that you want to incorporate into your wardrobe. Like you really love the structure of this jacket. You want to go into the store or order it and try it on and see if it works with your body type. And if it's 
flattering or complimentary, or maybe it's not, then at least you can go back to the drawing board and see the different silhouettes of of dresses or coats or trousers that you can try on. That's a great idea. Now, how would a person know what is the right style or the right cut for them? For example, you just mentioned jackets and Mm -hmm. dresses. So would they want to go to a department store or a maybe a boutique and ask someone that works there if they can maybe work with them, maybe even make an appointment with someone at a yeah, or something. I think it's like finding the right doctor in a sense mm-hmm. where you have to find the right sales consultant that knows different body types. Mm-hmm. So you don't want someone that's just going to be pushing a sale that's right. and that's just going to agree with anything and say, oh, you look great in this. You should buy it, you know, add this on. And then you get home, you don't really feel like yourself. You essentially want to feel like yourself. I agree. Just an elevated version, right? Mm-hmm. So I think just going into the different stores or ordering online and then trying them on, you know, some people that are just like, oh, I really love my waist. I want to really accentuate my waist. So that will be your focal point. Or, you know, I think I have like a really nice bust line. So I want to accentuate that. Or, you know, they love their legs and they want to showcase that. So I think picking a focal point and building a wardrobe around that, whether you want to wear something that's more of a skinny trouser or you want to wear something that's a wider leg, you know, mm-hmm. something that's a higher rise denim or do you like a mid rise? So I think just trying on, I always tell all my clients when we're in a fitting, you don't have to wear this on the carpet, but I would love for you to try it. You don't have to wear it. Just try it. I want to see how it works with you mm-hmm. and how you live in it. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they love it. I so. love hearing that. And I would really love your opinion on this. Do you believe that everyone has to go along with the trend no. of the season? Thank you no. so much for saying that because I don't think so. <laughs> at my age, I am happy to say that I have finally learned what works for me because you just mentioned waist, legs, bustling, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've learned I have a really short torso and mm-hmm. to wear a a, a big boxy jacket looks like I'm wearing my husband's clothes mm-hmm. or I've wrapped a comforter around me. Mm-hmm. So I actually know I can't carry that off. I can't I can't do it. Um, so if that's on trend, I just have to ignore it. Mm-hmm. So and exactly. that's okay, right? Yeah, because I feel like, so how I look at trends is if they apply to you, then it's great because then there's an excess of them. There's, there's so many options to pick from, so many different brands, so many price points. So they're just more accessible. Mm -hmm. But if they don't apply to you, then don't feel pressured to buy them. I mean, there are some people that love trends and that will just roll with the season. Mm -hmm. And that's great if Mm -hmm. that's you. But don't feel obligated to just buy into a trend that's not really personally your style. I love that. Chelsea, on that same subject, when you're picking nail color mm-hmm. and you're wanting to do something different with your nails, length, all of that, is that a, a time when trends may work for you? I think a lot of times there's usually like a trend for every season that applies to every year. Like wintertime, it's really amazing to wear these dark colors, but it's it's all about your personal preference. Like even nail length, people are like, oh... Square shape is really on trend right now, but if you can't function with long square nails, you you don't need to follow these trends. You know, you need to think of what works for your daily life, what you feel comfortable in. Some people love 
crazy colors that are on trend. And I say go for it. But if you feel like you can't pull off a neon orange nail color, then, you know, wear whatever you want. (laughs) That's so fun because, you know, I actually love trying things new. I like new things. I like change in a lot of areas like my home and, and clothing and that kind of thing. So I am more apt to try a really crazy color on my nails yeah. with the idea that this is coming off within a day if I don't like yeah. it. But I am more apt to try something new when it comes to my nail color yeah. as opposed to purchasing a, a complete outfit just because mm-hmm. I thought it looked so great on someone else. But I think that's an area where you can experiment and have some oh, fun. yeah. Because the thing with nail polish, it's overall it's a very inexpensive thing to experiment with. And it can last a few weeks or it can last mm-hmm. a couple hours. It's so versatile and it's mm-hmm. a great accessory. And it sh- I was just going to say that it can sure make an outfit, a look, an entire look. Oh, it, yeah. That can just be, like you just said, a great accessory. Yeah. Because for me, I think since I do nails, I always tend to notice these things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like if I'm flipping through a magazine and I see a shoot where they didn't book a nail person, I'm going to notice that it's this tiniest thing, but if, if it's not done, then I always tend to uh-huh. notice, you I know. I agree. Like, hello. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I was available. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because, you know, especially if you're a detailed person, but even if you're not, I think it pays to pay attention to every detail of your personal style. I think it would be a good idea to just put this out there and you ladies tell me if I'm wrong. It pays to have almost like a checklist. If if it's an important event, mm-hmm. maybe not day-to-day, but if it's an important event, um, what would be, but for both of you, what would be a great checklist for someone that's planning their personal look for a very special event? Well, I think like you were saying earlier, starting with a mood board, having kind of a overall idea of how you want to look, or even if it's just you're flipping through social media and you see someone, like a friend of yours, they're in a really great outfit, like, oh, I want to look like that. I think that's a great starting point for this checklist. And then to just get the look that you're going for in mind. Yeah. Because you're right that you you have to have somewhere to start. So get the look in mind. And then I guess just start at the top and go down like hairstyle. I guess I, I mean, I don't know what you would think, but I, I, for me, I think my next step would be like going shopping. Like, okay, I need to find what I'm going to (laughs) wear. And then after that, hair, makeup. My nails are usually done. So for me, that's just kind of, <laughs> if I it matches, <laughs> you know, hopefully it does. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of people in those instances tend to just think of nails mm-hmm. as the last mm-hmm. accessory, like as if you were putting on jewelry mm-hmm. or... Because really you have to have your outfit complete before you really know if the polished color is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, I think... Personally, I think the outfit, of course, is important. And then the hairstyle mm-hmm. and the, the shoes, of course, are part of the outfit. But I think overall, accessories are just as important as the as the outfit. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think um, I would start more so of like where I'm going. Because if is is it a day event? Is it evening? What kind of evening event is it? Is it you know, formal? Is it black tie? Is it cocktail? Is it, you know, something that's a little more casual where you can just wear, you know, jeans and a blazer and heels or, you know, what is the attire of the event? And 
depending on the person, do they like a lot of jewelry? You know, do they, are they more of a minimalist? Mm -hmm. Are they, do they want to make a statement? Or, you know, what is, again, like, what is your goal at this event? Do you want to stand out and start networking? Do you want to talk to people? Do you, is it something where it's a family event and you're comfortable with everyone? So I think just also taking that into consideration of what type of event and who you're going to be surrounded by also is key. That's so exciting. You know, I don't know what we did do without the internet and all these sites and places to go for information and for research, because I'm like the research queen. I don't (laughs) care what it is. It's like, personally, whatever's going on with me, I research everything, especially when it comes to my health. Nothing goes into my body until I've researched everything about it. I'm like that too. Everything. (laughs) But especially style. I love researching looks like we're talking about today. And I would have to say that probably one of the smartest things I've ever done was to develop the habit of kind of going through my closet and going through what I already own and just trying everything on with other things that I already own and not get in that rut of having this one outfit, Mm -hmm. like taking certain pieces and putting it together and then thinking that's the only way I can wear these two or three pieces Mm -hmm. is together. I actually started years and years ago of just going through my closet and playing, just taking some time one day a week or a month or whatever, whatever time you have, and just pulling everything and trying it with something different. It's amazing how many cute and fun outfits you can put together when you start playing around with what you already own. And then after you've researched and looked through magazines and sites, and you realize, wow, I can actually create that outfit with things I already own, or just go and purchase one piece. Mm -hmm. And you've created quite a variety of outfits and and looks just just by really going through everything you already own. Oh, absolutely. I think that also when you do buy something or when you're going through your closet and you haven't worn anything or that that one piece in a year, mm-hmm. then it's time to donate it. And, you know, clearly you're not glued to it. You haven't really gotten much use out of it. Just donate it. Is it something that like <laughs> That's the hardest out? thing for me? That is so hard. <laughs> because when you go through it again, you're, you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had this. I'm going to wear it again. Mm-hmm. But then it can go back into your closet yes. and never see the light of day and you know. You're so right. Yeah. Where do you suggest donating things like that? Um, I always donate to more like women's shelters. Oh, that's great. For those of you listening uh, and don't know, I have my own foundation called When Georgia Smiled. And uh, we focus on domestic violence and sexual assault victims of both of those. And always contact us at whengeorgiasmiled.org if you have anything like that to donate, any clothes, because... We can certainly get it to shelters for women and children and men. And I know they would love to have it because we like to donate because most of our programs, a lot of our programs help to prepare women to go out into the workforce and to have job interviews. So clothing and those kind of things are always welcome at the shelters. And if you don't know where to take one, um, of course, a lot of shelters are not public. So contact us at whengeorgiasmile.org and we'll help take your things that you want to donate and give it to women and and children and men that could use them to start a whole new happy life. It's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Really proud Mm -hmm. of it. 
Let me ask both of you, again, I said it at the top of this podcast that you're so accomplished and uh, have worked with great, talented people. Tiffany, tell me, what have you been doing recently that you can talk to us about? I know that you have just done the cover of Hollywood Reporter, Mm -hmm. and it is just amazing. That was one of the highlights of my career, I think. (laughs) So tell us all about this. When The Hollywood Reporter contacted me, they didn't tell me the talent that was involved. I just knew it was an actress roundtable, and all of their roundtables are just incredible. So I said yes, and then they sent me the list of talent, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. So So I have it here in front of me. I'm looking at gorgeous women, and they look amazing. Every outfit, every dress, every shoe, everything. And the top is Laura Dern. And J-Lo, this white dress, amazing. She looks incredible. So I'm going to let you tell all of us who you worked with for this Um, cover. So Laura Dern, Jennifer Lopez, Lupita Nyong'o, Renee Zellweger, Aquafina, and Scarlett Johansson. Wow, bravo. So it was an incredible day, and it was extremely fast-paced. I only had about 15 to 20 minutes to fit each talent, which is crazy, but it was, <laughs> we made it happen. <laughs> oh, wow. I was going to ask you about the timing in 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. So it was extremely quick. And so I had to have everything prepped. I had to have different um, combinations for the women because they all had to be cohesive in one photo. So when the Hollywood Reporter contacted me, they presented me with two concepts. Either they were going to be wearing all black or we can put them in color. And I was like, let's do more pastels and whites and those creams. I think it would be really beautiful. These colors are gorgeous. And what I really love is the whites are together Mm -hmm. and the pastels are in front. It's just gorgeous. Did you know the background color of the magazine? Yes, they they sent me images of the set design. So... Well, like I said, bravo, because this is gorgeous. Thank you. And speaking of Hollywood Reporter, you've done a second cover. Is that correct? Yes. I just wrapped on a cover yesterday. Um, It's with this very high-profile political female figure, and she's, I mean, she's like the foundation of our country. She's just shaped this country from before I was born. So, I mean, it was- I have to tell you, Secret Squad, <laughs> I actually know who it is. And I'm sitting here with body chills when you were just talking about it. So, we're not going to tell you who it is. We're taping today. This airs next week. So, when you're listening to this, that cover will have been released this morning. And so, <laughs> you'll know who it is. But today, we all know who it is. And congratulations. Thank you so much. So proud and happy for you. (laughs) Thank you. And Chelsea, (laughs) I know that you've worked with a lot of fun and amazing, beautiful people, Mm -hmm. Katy Perry, Demi Lovato, and Kate Bosworth, and you've actually created some show-stopping manicures and and nails (laughs) and such for them. Have they been on covers after you've done this? And Yeah. Tell us what kind of covers. So I think one of those women you listed, that was the cover of, I think it was Harper's Bazaar. <gasps> oh, how exciting. And I'm sure music videos and... Mm-hmm. All and- kinds of stuff. And it, I think the most fun part of my job is getting to create these looks and then 
months later, whatever it is, getting to see like an actual physical yes. print of it in person or even like um, some nails like on a billboard or oh. I'm in a store yes. you see them in person. It's like the most amazing. And you're like, I did. You looked at the billboard. I did that. Yeah. I did those nails. <laughs> I did that. That is so exciting. Please tell me you both buy them and frame them, those covers. <laughs> um, my mom does. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I actually just started like a little wall in my office of trying to frame things, but it's... I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you that Katy Perry... Um, performed at my 60th birthday party. Oh, wow. My husband, my daughter-in-law, my precious daughter-in-law, threw the entire party. And she kind of told me the theme, and so I pretty much knew about it, but had no idea what she was doing. And it was the most amazing birthday party. It was six years ago, because I just had a birthday and turned 66. But she threw the most beautiful party, and my husband brought in Katy Perry and her whole troupe to perform. Oh, wow. She was the most amazing and talented woman ever. Oh, yeah. So the fact that you got to <laughs> hold her hand <laughs> and create her beautiful manicures and nails and yeah. the look is so exciting for me. Yeah. I'm so happy for yeah, you. Yeah, no, she's great. At one point, she was talking to me and she said, come up here. And of course, she was up on a stage, really, and my oldest son and my husband just scooped me up and set me up there and stood me up. And <laughs> she sang, I kissed a girl, and at the end of the song, we pecked, you know, kissed <laughs> And after she left it, I was talking to the crowd and thanking them for being here and at the party and talking about Katy Perry. Somebody yelled out, how did it feel to have Katy Perry kiss you? And I went, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> I kissed Katy Perry. <laughs> but she was just a doll. So yeah. that's what's so fun about getting to do what you love mm -hmm. and be around really fun and special people. Yeah. Now, let's get back to some things that we can share with the secret squad of listeners out there. When we talk about creating a mood board, What's the first thing they have to do to even start doing that? What would be the first step? I really mean like the first step. Go out and buy the mood board. I mean, if they want a physical mood board, they can just, I mean, go to Michael's or a craft store and buy one of those like foam boards and start doing their magazine clippings. Mm -hmm. I know some people really yeah. do love a hard copy of it mm -hmm. because it is it is a fun activity really to is. go through all your favorite magazines because even if it's something that's a very editorial look and you're like, how do I make this more day-to-day, -day? something that taking a red carpet look to real life, mm -hmm. you know, so that can also be like a, a point of inspiration that's not direct where um, if you go on Pinterest, you have, of course, your electronic mood board and you just can type in, for me, it's like minimalist aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And then all of these minimalist styles will pop up. Or if you want something that's just more colorful or mixed prints, then, you know, th a lot of those options will come up, which is easy for Pinterest. And it's really great because um, it's user-friendly. And there's just like this database of images that you could just start pinning. Wonderful. So I think there would be great. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, 
multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Okay, I'm going to switch gears for just a second because there's something that we do on every podcast, and that is the drink of the day. So I think it's a good time to bring that out. Today, (laughs) we're having the strawberry gin smash, and it includes a half a teaspoon of sugar, juice of one lime wedge, three fresh strawberries sliced, three ounces of gin, club soda, and fresh mint for garnish. And you stir all of the ingredients in a glass with ice and garnish it with the mint and one strawberry. So the girls are going to bring that out for us. And if you want to see a photo of our drink of the day and you want that recipe, go to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com and you'll see all of that there. While they're getting that prepared and bringing it out to us, let's continue on the topic of how everyone out there can begin to create their personal style and find out exactly what it is that works best for them. Now, when you say minimalist, mm-hmm. minimal, minimalist, <laughs> minimalist, yes, describe that style. So how, I mean, that's for me in my own personal style. I wouldn't exactly push that off on anyone else unless that feels right yeah. to them. I don't wear very many prints. I like more color blocking, or more neutral tones. I don't wear too much jewelry. I um, like the textures to be very minimal as well. So nothing too ruffly or um, sparkly. So I just like it more muted. So I I feel the most comfortable in that. So right there is a very good description of finding your own personal style. So what would, how would you describe other styles? Well, I mean, if somebody, let's say they can look at me and be like, oh, that's just a little boring. You know, it's a little flat. So they might be more interested in something that's more mixed prints. They love prints, textures, you know, feathers, sequins, color. And I think there's that type of style and there's a little bit in between. Sometimes people will wake up in the morning and say, you know, I really want to wear just a t-shirt and jeans Mm -hmm. or I really want to get dressed up today. So I feel like there people don't have to stick to one particular style. It's just like whatever mood that they're feeling. That's true. I'm actually that that type because I will plan maybe for a week of taping the show. And so I put everything together on a Sunday evening because I actually do my own hair, my own makeup, and my own wardrobe. So because I really enjoy it and always have. So I'll put together enough outfits for because we tape nine shows a week. And put it together and it goes to my dressing room at the studio. But invariably, every night, I put together two or three more because I'll have changed my mind. And I'm thinking, no, I don't like that. And so it's always something different, too. It's kind of crazy. If someone asked me what my style is, I'd say, "Mm, I just go with what I feel like. (laughs) I just go with what I feel like because... I could plan ahead, but I never end up wearing that. Yeah. I wait till the last minute to decide what I want to wear, where, what I'm going to wear based on how I'm feeling. Exactly. I mean, I have (laughs) certain styles I would never wear, certain things I Mm -hmm. would never wear. But um, yeah, it's 
it's kind of a last minute thing. Like, what do I feel like wearing today? Yeah, that's what I discuss with some of my clients. Like, what are your preferences and restrictions? Like something that you absolutely, if I brought it to a fitting, you would not wear it. Uh-huh. You know, so I it kind of narrows down my options and hones it onto their style and what their goal is. Mm-hmm. I have to say one thing that I've noticed over the years is it's amazing what a fitting does. What a difference it makes to an outfit if you have a professional fit that outfit to you. Because sometimes you may think it fits, mm. but if you just, and you don't have to do it with every outfit, but if just one time you take an outfit and go have a professional fit it to you, it's crazy mm. how it changes the look of that outfit, the look of you, even your body. Your posture, everything, your confidence. Yes, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so- I find that to be so worth the time and the effort and the the yeah. cost, which is usually very minimal. If you just have them fit it to you, you don't actually have them do the work. Mm-hmm. You get a uh, have them bid the project, bid the the whole effort of doing that. And if it's too much, then say you know I really can't afford to do it right now. But I wanted you to your professional eye to fit this to me so I could see the difference because Mm -hmm. I actually thought it fit. But that is so interesting to have something like that done so you can see, wow, I never would have thought that fitting something to my body would make it change so dramatically. Oh, yeah. And I mean, even if you communicate that with your tailor and say, oh, this is my budget, where can we go with my budget? Mm -hmm. I know that with tailoring it can get a little pricey. So if you communicate with them, where are our priority points? Do I really need to shorten the sleeve right now? Do I really need to taper this right now? What about, you know, bringing in the waist? Like that's Mm -hmm. important. I want my pants to fit on my waist properly. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't have to bring in the back of the blazer right now. We can just focus on the waist and the sleeve hem. So I think communicating that with your tailor and they could tell you what you can get away with is also important. I I agree. And speaking of trends, we spoke about that earlier and I was um, talking about how I don't feel the pressure to stick to trends. But I will say when I – I always check it out though when the articles will tell you what the (laughs) trends are this season. I was very excited this season when they said belting jackets and coats and stuff like that is really in. And I was like, yay, (laughs) because everything I wear needs to be fitted at the waist because I have very short torso. And so it's like, oh, yay, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to do that because (laughs) I have a lot of things I have purchased that weren't fitted right. So I have been belting a lot of jackets and it really does make a big difference. Really makes a difference. And you made a good point that also trends give you that idea Mm -hmm. that you didn't think of before, but then you know, they're kind of an inspiration point. So you don't necessarily have to go out and buy anything. You could just rework your wardrobe. That's right. I've seen a lot of things too that I thought, oh, that's so cute or that's so pretty. And I love that look, but I'm just too old for it. So what do you think is a good age for people to keep in mind about making a major wardrobe change. How do you feel about both of you? How do you feel about? I don't know, because I see people like 
Jane Fonda, oh, yeah. <laughs> who she's just also, looks incredible, she's and awesome. she's just so I, yeah, amazing. I think if you just have that confidence, confidence mm-hmm. you can pull off good whatever you want. Yeah, good. right. Because I don't really want to give up jeans. I don't want to give up boots. I don't want to give up so many things, and I'm not going to. I I don't give in to the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least I do know that short, short skirts and that kind of thing. <laughs> I can't do that anymore, but. I do believe that a person should not give in to the pressure of their age as long as it looks appropriate. I think yeah. so too. If they love it, totally. it looks and it looks appropriate, I think have the confidence yeah. and the this just feel okay about it because that's it's your body and you have to be the one in charge of what you wear. And how you feel about it. I just say don't give in to the pressure of Mm -hmm. society rules. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear you say that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go back to one question right past that. just now popped Mm -hmm. in my mind. When we were talking about nails and the shape of nails, why do you think it is that they, 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 society, Mm -hmm. changes the shape of a nail as being the perfect look for this season? Again, we're going back to trends, but... That's a great question. No, I, I think know that too. <laughs> I think I think a big factor is like what the celebrities are wearing. Like the long squared nails got really popular because Kylie Jenner was posting her nails all the time. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people look to celebrities for the trends. So I think that's why it kind of changes here and there. Mm-hmm. They see someone pulling off like a really great uh-huh. shape and you bring that picture into the nail salon. You want to copy that. <gasps> Yeah, they hit such a wide audience, celebrities. Uh So it's like when they do something, then it's kind of like the bandwagon effect. Mm -hmm. So they're setting the tone. Yeah, Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen so many different shapes. Mm -hmm. And for me, it depends on I have to wear a certain shape. Now, I used to wear them a little longer because I have my father's hands. I have these really huge knuckles. But I really love the shorter nail. Yeah. So I just go for it. It's like I'm just going to. And yeah. now I feel like it is the appropriate length for my nails. Yeah. So it really does come down to what a person prefers. Yeah. And, and practicality too. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because a lot of people always ask me, what nail shape should I do? And I think the best tip for that is you're supposed to look at the shape of your cuticle and mirror mm. that. Mm. So like if you have a really like rounded cuticle, you should mm. do a more rounded nail. And oh. I think that gives off that symmetrical look. Might elongate mm. your fingers. Mm. Um, and so... I never knew that. Is yeah. the standard <laughs> rule for brides really just clear, pale, or French manicure? For brides, no. Um, I just did uh, my sister-in-law's nails for her wedding, and she wanted a bridal look, but with a little extra yeah. pizzazz. Huh. So, we, yeah, we did a uh, pink to white gradient, but then we added in, like, Swarovski crystals <gasps> and just oh, made it, like... That was my blingy. Yeah, no, that was my next question. <laughs> Decorating nails with crystals and oh yeah, that kind of thing. That's so hard to do. I would think, but I think it's actually one of the easier I ways. Love to, that look. You know, if if you were doing your own nails at home, just putting on a couple of crystals. Like you could just go to like Michael's craft store, uh-huh. buy some crystals, put them on with top coat, and. Now, what do you mean put them on with top coat? Um, so, like put top coat uh-huh. down and before it dries, just kind of press in. Really? Yeah, and then seal it in with more top coat. <gasps> it 
It's like the easiest little. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> do you actually do those pictures and and designs on nails? Can you paint those designs on the nails? Yeah. Um, when I first started doing nails, that was like a big focus of mine was doing nail art, and I was yes. always looked to fashion as inspiration for yeah. what I would do on my nails, whether that's some crazy print or even just like a trendy color yeah. that always kind of gave me some nail ideas. Um, now, can you tell me what was up with the, or still is maybe, different color on on one nail? Oh, like an accent nail? Yes. That was called an accent yeah, nail. I, yeah, I guess um, a lot of people tend to do their ring fingers, like a oh, different. I other... loved that. I do too. I, think it's so I cute. loved that. It was really, I loved it. it and I kept really thinking, sweet. does that mean something like, can you only do that if you're recently engaged? Oh, no, or it's just da, da, da. if you want like a little pizzazz, but oh, I love you don't that. want the commitment of every nail uh-huh. sparkly or whatever. But like the latest cool thing to do for nails is you do each nail a different color. I love that too. So it's it's kind of like and this And do accent. you blend the colors? Is it like one color yeah, family? Yeah, some people do like starting like a darker shade of blue, then going into like a lighter shade of blue. Oh, or, I love that. Because you know, I have just, a hard time picking a color. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> do so each I, nail a different color. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that next time because I love like the family of pinks and oh, burgundies yeah. or the family of reds and da, da, da. So that's really beautiful sounding. It's just such an easy way to make your nails look uh-huh. special and extra without having to do any effort. Or, yes. Yeah. And especially on the feet, it'd be really beautiful. You know, I, yeah, I haven't seen it on feet, but that sounds like it'd oh, be really I think cute. in the summertime it'd be really fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's amazing. I love that about the crystals. So we have learned some really fun things today. I think it's time now to do something else that we do on every podcast, and that's play a game. How do y'all feel about playing games? I'm down. I love games. And the game always applies to our topic today. The name of this game is Mood Boosters. I'll read off an event and we'll all share our go-to style piece or favorite that would make us feel the most confident in that situation. Here goes. What would make you feel the most confident, beautiful, and yourself when attending a job interview? I think for me, just heels. I just, I always feel so much more confident just being like a few inches taller. Yes. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah same. How tall are you just without heels? Um, five, two. Yeah, like maybe five, three, five, four. That's so fun. <laughs> five, yeah. two. And you say heels. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have to say heels as well because I'm like five, almost five, three. <laughs> and I've worn heels my whole life and I really love them. And still to this day, people say, I don't know how you wear those. Like, happily, I, I love them. And, mm-hmm. you know, knock on wood, I hope the day doesn't come soon that I have to stop wearing them. But <laughs> I love heels. People ask me my height and I'll say, well, seated. Yeah, I'm 5'3", standing. <laughs> okay, so a first date. I think earrings. Well, that's a really? good one. Yeah, I really that's like earrings. Too, yeah. um, maybe like lipstick. Yeah. Do you change your colors? You have one color. I I tend to go for like the same type yeah. of colors, but yeah. I like the idea of wearing like a red lip on a date or something. That's but. a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, because I am talking about my husband and myself somewhat. When we have date night, I'm going to go with a shorter dress. Nice. Okay. So what makes you feel the most confident, beautiful, and yourself for girls' night? I'd say just like a well-fitted trouser or jean. I just feel the most comfortable in trousers and jeans. Great. 
when you said girls' night, I immediately went to like Vegas sleepover. No. <laughs> I was gonna say like, like Vegas, really cute pajamas. <laughs> yes, that's so funny because I actually also went to like at home with all the girls, and I went to no makeup. Oh yeah. Okay, your birthday party. I think just like a sparkly dress or something, just extra. Mm-hmm. Um. I love a good pantsuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to say really fun, hot shoes. Mm. It's kind of like this thing I do because I'm so in love with shoes. So I will buy a lot of shoes sometimes and think, ooh, when will I ever wear these? Okay. A function you know your ex will be at. I wouldn't go to that function. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. A no show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I would try to look very professional yet feminine and just powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best friend's wedding that you don't have to wear a bridesmaid's dress to. So your Ooh. best friend's wedding. Oh. Like a slip dress. Something easy. Um, I was going to say it's like a maybe like an off-the-shoulder type dress. Because like mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's no other occasion, at least for me, <laughs> to wear something really fancy and uh-huh. elegant. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to say just a fun dress, yes. I guess the type of wedding and everything, just a really fun dress. (laughs) I'm going to say a long dress, though. Yeah, Yeah. something like a midi length. Midi length, yes. I'm going to say midi length. Uh, Who's your favorite designer? (sighs) There's so many. There are so many. I mean, Alexander McQueen, Dior. I really love Ferragamo. Gabriella Hurst, Victoria Beckham does an, an amazing job. Oh yeah, my gosh. there's just so many. Yeah. <laughs> I would really agree with everything you just listed. I know. It's so hard. I know. What's yeah. yours? Dior. Yeah. And Alexander McQueen. Oh. No. It is yeah. a tie. If I had to say just one, it'd be Dior. Yeah, their pieces are so elegant <gasps> and beautiful. Okay. Your favorite drink? Ooh, an Aperol Spritz. <laughs> um, gin and tonic. Uh-huh. Mine has got to be a tequila martini. Mm. Your favorite perfume? I bought it. I bought my perfume at this tiny boutique, and I wish I could remember the name. I but know. it's it's just so light, mm. and like you could almost barely smell it unless you give someone a hug. And oh, I really I like it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I've been asked so many times about a certain one, and I never know the name. I can never think of the name. <laughs> Two or three. Um, I have this one by Chloe. I think I can't remember what, what it was called, but it just smells like roses. It's just so oh, light oh, it's and pretty. fresh. Yeah. I do have a name for mine right now. It's uh, Juliet Has a Gun. Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh, it's amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> um, what's your favorite color? Anything neutral. I like, I love a lot of creams. Uh, I would say green. Green. I love yes. like a dark green or like an army green. I love green. Could almost be a little oh, neutral pretty, too. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite color is going to be orange. Mm. Okay, last one. Favorite city. That's tough. I love LA. I love New York. I mean, I go to London and it's so much fun. I love Copenhagen. I mean, maybe Copenhagen. I don't know. There's just like (laughs) wherever that has like a lot of... A lot of delicious food. I'm just like, that's my favorite city. And then I'll go to another place and I'm like, that's my favorite city. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard to pick. It's, yeah, it is hard to pick. Like, what's your favorite um, city? I would say San Francisco. 
Oh, yeah. that is fun. It's so that much fun there. Me and my husband go like once or twice a year, but like the food's good. The food is so good. You could walk everywhere. Yeah. It's so much fun. I'm going to say, well, my like all-time favorite city is Paris. Mm. Okay, so that's it. That's our game. I love games like that. That yeah. was fun, yeah. <laughs> well, we have unfortunately come to the end of today's episode. This was just a wonderful time, and I love talking to you two talented and gorgeous ladies. I'm going to let you two tell our listeners how to find you online. So go ahead and tell them your website and your Instagram handles, because you know what? I think that when they're listening to these, they want to know right now, right away, how can I stop listening and go straight to find both of you on social media? So Tiffany, I'm going to let you start. You can find me at tiffanychanel.com, T-I-F-F-N-I-C-H-Y-N-E-L.com or on Instagram at Tiffany Chanel. Wonderful. Um, and for me, you can find my website. It's chelseaqueen.com, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-Q-U-E-E-N. And um, Instagram is chelseaqueen also. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So listeners... Thank you so much for listening. We've had such a great time and tune in next week on Wednesday. Bye-bye.